Welcome to the Delight in the Limelight podcast. I'm your host, Linda Ugalow, speaking confidence coach and author of the book, Delight in the Limelight. I'm here to take you on a journey from the dread of public speaking to loving it instead. If you enjoy this podcast, be sure to leave a review on iTunes cause I'll be choosing a reviewer by random each week to win one of my online programs for free. I'll have the programs listed in the show notes. Now let's move on to today's episode. Today, I want to talk about some of the experiences that you may have had growing up that impacted your speaking confidence. So when we're looking to reveal and heal the past, as in the first part of the inner freedom framework, it's important for us to consider our different relationships and the kinds of comments that were made to us and the messages that we received that may have led us to feel like it wasn't safe to be ourselves or to speak up or be the center of attention. So let's go over four of these basic categories of experiences that you might have had. Number one is expectations. So we may have expectations to get grades of certain kinds or to behave in certain ways. For instance, one day I came home from school with a report card where I had all A's and one A minus. And my mother said to me, why an A minus and not an A plus? Well, this made me feel like, you know, I'm just not good enough and I can never please her. I have to be perfect. So this set me up for perfectionism later in life, but also the feeling of not being good enough. And it may be making me feel like maybe what I have to say is not good enough too. You can also feel expectations of how you show yourself out in the world. I had one client who was a bank CEO whose parents were very well-known in their community and very highly regarded. And she felt anytime she was out in public that she was being scrutinized and judged for every move she made. And it made her feel very inhibited, which continued into her adulthood of not feeling okay in public because she was afraid of being scrutinized. There are other kinds of expectations that happen in families around comparisons. It may be that you were compared to other people, could have been your siblings, it could have been neighbors, where your your parents said, why can't you be more like Helen next door? She's well-behaved or she gets good grades or she's popular or whatever it is. Contrarily, it could be that you were put on the pedestal, just like I was in my family, where my mom said to my two older sisters, why can't you girls be more like Linda? Because I was a good one in the family and they were naughty and they hated that. And anytime she said that, they would attack me. So what I learned was it's dangerous to be put in the center of attention and I could be attacked, which is how I felt for decades. So that's number one, expectations. Number two is invisibility. Now we can feel invisible because of benign neglect. I had a client whose parents worked two jobs each and it was so much for them just to get food on the table, shelter her, that she was fed and she went to school. To them, that was their sign of success. But for her, she felt they didn't really care about her, that she didn't really matter. What she did in school didn't really matter because they just didn't have time for her. They were exhausted when they came home. Now, invisibility can also happen when you are feeling purposely ignored that people don't want to speak to you and it could be your parents or it could be your siblings and that leads you to feel 
unconnected and unliked. And that is definitely going to impact your speaking confidence if you feel like you were being ignored or you were invisible. Now, it can also happen that you're competing for attention. There are other people in the family that took up a lot of airtime and you found your own quiet place and you just got used to letting others have the space. I had a client whose parents took up all the airtime at the dinner table. They held court and none of the children were able to get a word in edgewise and they, they felt like their opinions didn't matter. So expectations, invisibility, invalidation. Invalidation is more purposeful than invisibility. Invalidation is when you are told your opinions don't count, where you're ridiculed or shamed or attacked or judged. You're labeled perhaps. You're so bossy or you're so dramatic or you're so loud or you're so quiet, speak up, you're so this, you're so that, not good enough, not good enough. And when we feel that we're not good enough, that will inhibit us from feeling confident in sharing our ideas. You'll be holding yourself back. And the last piece I want to address is modeling. So we learn how to behave in the world from watching others. And sometimes we may imprint on a parent or a family member who had a certain style of communication, who had a certain way of being in the world. Maybe you had, and maybe that parent or the person you were imprinting on was a bit fearful or, or shy or quiet, and you learned to be that way too. It's just, you know, how you always have been. So that there's no trauma in that. It's more just that's the programming that you absorbed. That's what you was around you and that's what you saw. I recently worked with somebody whose grandparent was that person for them. And the grandparent, the grandmother was very skillful, had a lot of talents, but was also very, very humble and very quiet about her skills and talents. And that's what this woman grew up to value for herself and then find herself in a firm that wanted her to speak well of herself, to share her her value with others and to represent the firm. And this was really hard for her to do because she always saw herself as someone who was humble and she That was something she valued. So for her to go against her values took a little untangling. Of course, this is not exclusive. Everybody has their own unique experiences, but I'm hoping that by listening to these, you can get a sense of what may have been the impacting experiences that you had in your childhood. And remember, this is the first step to reveal in order to heal. So later on, we'll be talking about how we go about healing these experiences. But before we do, we're going to have another episode around school because school is one of those places in our lives that we spend a lot of time and a lot of things can happen there too. So in the meantime, leave me a comment or share with me some of your experiences. I'd love to know your ahas. And remember that insight is power and that you are on a journey to feel more at ease and comfortable and powerful in your speaking. Until next time, to your speaking confidence and delight in the limelight. Thank you for listening to Delight in the Limelight. I hope you feel a little more hopeful and excited about speaking in public. 
If you like the show, recommend it to someone you know. And if you haven't yet read the book, Delight in the Limelight, you can get it online or at your favorite bookstore or request it from your local library. Remember, speaking is our human design. Let's learn to delight in it together.